0: Hi, I'm vicky Ann, Founder and Director at Creative Recruiters. My guest today is Holly Dillon. Holly is the Studio Manager at Brandworks Australia. Welcome to the Creative Studio Insider Podcast, Holly.
1: Oh, good to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Let's <laughs> start with me asking you to tell us a bit about um, Brandworks.
1: Yeah, um, so Brandworks is a multidisciplinary design studio. Um, we sort of specialise in branding and interiors um, and we sort of have a little bit of a niche for ourselves in hospitality um, as well so yeah so um, those are the sort of projects that we work on and and what we find um, you know really exciting but we also work with you know whether it's lifestyle or products um, you know we're not sort of limited to hospitality but that's sort of where we find our um, that's our bread and butter so
0: yeah. Mm -hmm. And what is the makeup of your team? What type of job titles sit within it?
1: Yeah, so we have um, obviously superhero account managers. We've got, um, you know, sparkling creatives that are across graphic designers and interior designers. Um, And, you know, we've got, uh, I guess there would be about 13 core staff across our whole um, team, but then we're supported by a suite of you know um, freelancers and contractors depending on the skill sets that we need and um, the expertise that's required for each project as well so um, and we are sorry go I was just going to say we're um, quite an international team as well so we have you know our head office in Melbourne um, with a presence in Sydney that sort of allows us to service Australia wide but we've also got an office in Jakarta and China as well so um yeah very international as well
0: and uh, your account managers and your designers etc are they sitting inside of all those other countries also
1: yeah yeah so um so we have um there's a Melbourne team I mean and a lot of the projects we do um cross pollinate depending on you know whose skills are going to be most appropriate for a certain po- um, project but Mm. a lot of those teams um, have their own projects in their own countries too. So um, yeah, we have account managers and designers in Melbourne and the same in um, Jakarta and China as well.
0: It it sounds like a a big job. What's your secret in in making this all come together and for the team (laughs) to work together seamlessly in in that remote environment? patience but
1: no I think um, you know there's lots of different things that certainly help keep the wheels turning so being really clear and concise with your briefs and making sure that people understand what the expectations and deliverables are um, you know that goes a long way but as well I think just kindness is really important Um, you've got to you know people have to like you to want to do good work for you and I think they need to feel um, safe and supported in order to be creative and sort of get those juices going instead of feeling, you know, stressed and and um, concerned all the time. So it's a little bit cheesy, but I think you know being kind and being empathetic also goes a
0: long way as well. Um, Is there a particular tech stack that you're using that that makes it work?
1: I think you know it's actually been really interesting. Obviously, with COVID and going from working in the office to remote working. Um, we were actually able to transition to that really easily, um, which was, you know, really helpful because it was a bit of a chaotic time. Um, Something that is really, I don't know, it took me a little while to get used to, but I don't know how I would live without now is Slack. Um, So yeah, we use Slack to, um, you know, manage a lot of our projects and communicate just really quickly. It also means that your inbox is just for external or client Um, communication, so that's not full of internal, you know, messages back and forward as well. Um, And then we use an app called Loom, which is, um, it means you can, it allows you to record your video or your screen, so you can walk through a presentation or show your um, illustrator file and talk through feedback and sort of send video links back and forth, so that you don't have to both be available at the same time, but you can sort of talk through it and send it across and then they can respond to it in the same way. So um, that's been really good. And also, yeah, to be able to do presentations or share things with clients when you may not be able to get in the same room and do it together. So, um, and Google Slides and Docs, you know, I think that's, for those who aren't Adobe savvy, um, that's been really helpful.
0: Yeah. And, Tell me, earlier you said that um, hospitality is definitely a niche for brand works. Do you at all partner with um, internal creative studios inside of some of those big corporate companies by any chance?
1: Yeah, so um, we work closely with the Accor Group, Accor Hotels, um, as well as some of the... um, companies like Charter Hall or ISPT, um, and they have their own internal creative teams that, um, you know, kind of manage their maintenance and brand, um, I guess, yeah, maintaining their brand ongoing. But we get contracted to do um, more like a big creative piece. So whether there's a brand that they need for um, a, you know new cafe or they're doing a um, corporate end of trip facilities or something like that and that needs a whole identity and creative strategy um, those sorts of things get contracted out to us and we work with their internal marketing team to sort of get that um, get that rolled out and understand what they're trying to to communicate and then once that's finished we'll provide the brand suite over to their team and they'll manage that and kind of maintain and roll that out going forward
0: so Mm. um yeah yeah we do and I think it's it's important for us to demonstrate that the the role of the internal studio is 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 not to be a competition to those in agency (laughs) land at all it's about that collaboration isn't it
1: yeah totally I think we um you know we can just provide that support to their team that they may not be able to um, fully service for those more um, specific projects and, and um, yeah, things like that. So we can sort of provide a little bit of extra boost or juice to um, those projects and then you know support them as they continue to, to manage it and grow it going forward
0: for sure. And, and so what are some of your favorite projects that, that you've done where you have collaborated with the internal studio? Yeah,
1: it's funny you ask that because actually one of the um, one of the favorite projects that I've worked on more recently is um, one that we did for Charter Hall and working with their hospitality partner, Core Group, um, where, yeah, we were branding their, um, there were sort of two pieces to it where they had a hospitality offering, um, which is a cafe in one of their um, property assets, but also it was the wider business hub and Um, sort of of end-of-trip facilities, there's a lot of uh, communal whether it's the amphitheater or offices there's sort of a whole corporate offering for all of their different tenants that really needed to come under one um, umbrella and so um, I actually worked on the strategy for that one and sort of I was the account manager and managed the quite a bit of the creative direction so it was quite a joy for me to be able to be the guardian of that project and really see it um, from beginning to end so yeah, that was really great, really happy client. Um, And I think we came out with, you know, the studio did a great job of executing the visual. So it all kind of came together really, um, really seamlessly, which is always a joy as well. in kind of management or studio management land where things seem to run smoothly. Yeah. That was a great
0: project. So, yeah. So how do you keep yourself and your team updated and you know creatively relevant with contemporary design trends how do you keep on top of them yeah
1: so coming back to um good old slack we have a slack channel where everyone can just you know if they see something that's really interesting or inspiring or um sometimes there's trend reports that we share in there and everyone can look at it in their own time and um Refer back to it, you know, maybe there's something that you saw and then when you're working on a project a couple of weeks later You know, you want to go back to it. So that's always that's always good um, We did used to have meetings where you know, once a week someone would be um, Nominated to share something creative that they had, you know found or something inspiring and share that with the team um, But I also think you need to be a little bit I uh, skeptical but just a little bit cautious of trends because I think ultimately your your execution needs to service the brief and it needs to be unique and have longevity and sometimes when you're looking too closely at trends things can start to all look a bit the same and I think you need to avoid that because ultimately you need to be creating a really um, yeah unique and creative solution based on what the initial concept is rather than just what's cool and looks funky at the time so um yeah that's how we manage it anyway
0: and where where do you guys do your best design thinking do you think (laughs) you know is it walking the dog in the shower driving to work where does it happen
1: yeah everyone's different right I think um god sometimes it's when I'm trying to get to sleep and I can't turn my mind off and that's when the ideas um sort of spark but also I think just being able to turn your notifications off that's actually something that you know in the remote working environment we've all had to really go okay we're going into focus mode all of our notifications are off we're just focusing on this one thing um and then you've got the room and the space to really let flex those creative muscles and and um not be constantly distracted by messages or you know other projects so yeah i think it's um Probably just about focusing in and allowing yourself to the room to get the work done. That's well, that's for me anyway.
0: Yeah, I think the turning off the notifications is so important. Um, I do my best thinking in the shower, it's where I do my to do list. Um, Siri's my best friend, I'm always yelling out, Hey Siri, remind me to do this. Hey Siri, love a list. (laughs) Yeah. I heard this great quote recently. Um, you often understand the power of creativity after you experience, after you experience it. Um, Don't assume you'll recognize it while you're making it. I thought that was brilliant. What are your thoughts about that sentiment?
1: I think, um, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I think sometimes when you're in the thick of it and you're in the trenches and you're trying to get, you know, deadlines done and manage different relationships and stuff like that, it's really hard to appreciate the amazing work that you're doing at the time and so often we look back at projects and go oh wow we really we really did nail the brief there or oh, my god did i actually write that like or, you know things like that where i think you can appreciate it in ref, um in reflection as opposed to sort of at the time when you're just focused on trying to get it done and get it out um and so i think yeah i i totally agree i think there's a few different things i mean we worked on a a project recently actually that um we worked on it a year ago, then it, it sort of got paused because of COVID. This was for um, another client of ours who's trying to create a sort of unified brand for a precinct of four buildings in the city. Um, and COVID sort of, yeah, obviously put things on hold and we're just coming back to it and picking it back up and reading back on the strategy we had done before, sort of, um, it all still really rings true. And I think, you know, that's, when you look at stuff like that, even though the world has so changed in the last year, lots of not just COVID, but social movements and things like that. And I think for it to, um, to still stand true and really uh, articulate the vision for that precinct, I think mm-hmm. that was sort of, you know, means that, yeah, okay, the work that we did then was, was still um, kind of nailed it the first time. Yeah. So <laughs> it's always nice. It's always a nice feeling. Um, so, yeah, I definitely agree.
0: You said, you said earlier that you, um, I mean, it sounds like you wear a lot of hats, um, one of them being account service. I, I think yep. at the beginning you even called them super people, super... Uh, superhero account superhero managers. Superhero account managers, they totally are. Um, I, I'd like to ask you the, the question of when you or your um, superhero account managers, when they take a client brief and yet disagree with the approach... How do you handle that conversation? You know, is it is it difficult to find a compromise between what they like and what you think they need?
1: Yeah, I mean, clients are fun, aren't they? Like you never, um, I think they come, they come to you for a reason. So, you know, although you might have different perspectives, I think ultimately, you know, your expertise is in trying to, Articulate their vision and I think it's just about building trust and rapport Um, But also having open and honest conversations and I think both parties really need to to come to that um, You know and be able to listen because sometimes for us we may we may have really strong opinions But we might not understand something that the client does and so I think it's important to really yeah have open dialogue Um, But you know those conversations are never are never easy. I don't think there's a silver bullet for Um, trying to sort of navigate things in a way that they may not want it to happen and I think you just have to have to do your best and and, um, try and understand why it is the way that they feel that way you know design subjective so personal preferences can sometimes um, uh, overshadow when there's maybe a bigger picture at stake and so just trying to communicate that and what your reasons are and having really strong rationales as well um, I think goes a long way and certainly helps so yeah
0: and back on the the you know we, we were talking earlier about technology do you think the use of technology to communicate and collaborate on design has enhanced it or restricted it in the past yeah. 12 months
1: yeah interesting question I think there's two sides to it I think for our team actually been really wonderful um and like I said you know for us to transition to remote working was really smooth and we've actually been able to um probably find a lot of efficiencies in doing that as opposed to um the way we did it before but I also think there's nothing like getting people in a room together and collaborating and fleshing things out and a lot of creative um you know great ideas come from that collaboration and sparking thought from different perspectives being shared and things like that. So I think there will always be um, value and, and certainly a place for um, working together. I think that would always be preferred, but, you know, we've found a lot of, um, a lot of value in using the technology and different apps. You know, we use a platform called Miro, which is for, Um, mood boarding and collaborating on sort of brainstorms and things like that and so that's really allowed us to um, explore a whole lot of ideas from all different angles before we hone into one and perhaps that's not something that we would have done before you know I think there's been um, it's being remote sort of caused us to explore other options and actually that's been a benefit as well so um, I think a bit of both is you know, the right answer.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I hear you. What's the one thing that you wish you'd known at the beginning of your studio manager career that would have made a really big difference?
1: Um, I think just understanding that this is a role. Like, I think when you start out, like I started as a graphic designer, so that's what I studied at uni. Um, That's how I started my career. And then... um, I think it's it's hard to see that there are different roles outside of the traditional designer or um, kind of suit account manager. Where at the moment I feel like you know I really get to dance the line between all of the creative um, stuff and all of the kind of project management and um, relationship side of things. And so for me that's the perfect balance. Um, but I think you don't really recognize that role until maybe you, you see it or you're offered, it. it's hard to sort of find that, you know, if you're searching for a job, it's either designer or account manager, but I think mm. I've sort of, maybe I've just <laughs> worked this role out for my, I carved it out for myself, but um, yeah, I think it's just actually being aware of the, the roles that are out there that don't fit those traditional um, molds necessarily. Mm.
0: So. What was it about the studio manager role that you were attracted to? Because as you said, you started your career in design,
1: Yeah. Um, I'd kind of, my career sort of been a little bit more of a jungle gym than a ladder. Um, I've gone in a few different directions, starting out um, as a creative. I've always maintained that real interest and passion for creativity. Um, But, you know, I I did a couple of other things and relationships was certainly something that, um, you know, I enjoyed and, and I don't know if you can say you're good at relationships, but you know, it's, it's something that um, I, you know, yeah, I enjoyed it and, and um, that made me think about, well, maybe just being a, a designer is not quite the right fit. Maybe if I can be in a creative environment, but actually, you know, doing um, more overseeing or project management and working with the clients as well to sort of bring that all together. Mm. I think that was really interesting to me. So um, yeah, I think I just, I'm a bit greedy. I just like to have a finger in my
0: eyes and, <laughs> and do it all. My guess is that you just like to be super organized and have a good system and procedure in place.
1: Oh, we try. We try.
0: (laughs) Holly, it's been lovely spending time with you today. Thank you so much. Um, I hear you're in New Zealand at the moment, so I really appreciate it. Yeah, with with the time difference. A bit early over there or is it later actually i think it's a bit later um, isn't it?
1: yeah so we're two hours ahead so right. you're earlier than me yeah
0: <laughs> all right well look thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it i hope to see you soon no worries thanks for having me take care keep well cheers bye bye, bye.